heard in over 40 countries and available on over 20 listening platforms. The Crypto Corner is your trusted source for blockchain news. Catch the latest episode each week on iTunes, Spotify, or by telling your smart device to play The Crypto Corner. And don't forget to subscribe for new episodes. What's up everybody, Crypto Kid here. And this week, we're talking the new Shelly hard fork on the Cardano blockchain and the capture of the mastermind behind the recent Twitter hack. So strap in and let's talk crypto. On July 29th, IOHK officially launched the mainnet version of Shelly following a hard fork of the Cardano blockchain. Shelly brings staking rewards and stake pools to the mainnet. Holders of ADA will be able to delegate their stake to a pool for the first time, earning passive rewards for taking part in the consensus of the Cardano blockchain. The transition from Byron to Shelly will be carried out via IOHK's Hard Fork Combinator, a tool that allows the sequential combination of Cardano's two underlying protocols. During the entire process, the Hard Fork Combinator and other discrete modules have been working behind the scenes to ensure the orderly transition from Byron to Shelly. Shelly also sets the stage for a fully distributed and scalable Cardano network which will open up new opportunities to build and deploy dApps and developers can prepare for the arrival of dApps by installing a node. Developers may also deploy Cardano node monitoring tools such as Prometheus and open source metric analytics and visualization suite Grafana. These dashboards make it easier to explore stats and network performance. Shelly will be a largely hands-off process for many participants in the Cardano ecosystem, including ADA holders. The current version of the Daedalus wallet that is compatible with the Shelly testnet version 1.1.0 will be made redundant, and users will have to download a Shelly mainnet enabled wallet. On July 30th, the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network issued an advisory to alert financial institutions to potential indicators of cybercrime and cyber-enabled crime observed during the COVID-19 pandemic. Many illicit actors are engaged in fraudulent schemes that exploit vulnerabilities created by the pandemic. The new advisory contains descriptions of COVID-19-related malicious cyber activity and scams, associated financial red flag indicators, and information on reporting suspicious activity. The advisory is intended to aid financial institutions in detecting, preventing, and reporting potential COVID-19-related criminal activity. The advisory is based on FinCEN's analysis of COVID-19-related information obtained from data from the Bank Secrecy Act, open source reporting, and law enforcement partners. The significant migration towards remote access in the pandemic presents opportunities for criminals to exploit financial institutions' systems and customer-facing processes. Cybercriminals and malicious state actors are targeting vulnerabilities in remote applications and virtual environments to steal sensitive information, compromise financial activity, and disrupt business operations. The Financial Crimes Enforcement Network continues to publish COVID-19-related information to financial institutions to help enhance their efforts to detect, prevent, and report suspected illicit activity on its website at financen.gov forward slash coronavirus. On July 31st, the FBI, IRS, U.S. Secret Service, and Florida law enforcement placed 17-year-old Graham Clark of Tampa, Florida under arrest. Mr. Clark is accused of being the mastermind behind the recent security and privacy breach at Twitter, the largest in its history. The breach saw accounts from Barack Obama, Joe Biden, 
Bill Gates, Elon Musk, Kanye West, Apple, and more hijacked in order to promote a Bitcoin scam on July 15th. Allegedly, Mr. Clark wasn't alone. Shortly after his arrest, two more individuals were formally charged by the U.S. Department of Justice, 22-year-old Nima Fazeli in Orlando and 19-year-old Mason Shepard in the U.K. According to an affidavit released on Friday, authorities have probable cause to believe Clark, the teen from Tampa, was the one who got access to Twitter's internal tools and directly carried out the scam. He allegedly convinced a Twitter employee that he worked in the Twitter IT department and tricked the employee into giving him the credentials. According to federal agents, Shepard got caught, partly because he used a personal driver's license to verify himself with Binance and Coinbase, and his accounts were found to have sent and received some of the scam Bitcoin. Fazeli is facing five years in prison and a $250,000 fine for one count of computer intrusion. Shepard is being charged with computer intrusion, wire fraud conspiracy, and money laundering conspiracy. On July 30th, the People's Bank of China released a notice on issuing financial industry standards to promote the application of blockchain technology specifications. The notice requires various financial institutions to regularly conduct external security assessments and develop blockchain technology applications in order to implement the requirements of the notice. The Guosheng Certification Center launched the blockchain security assessment focused on preventing and resolving security risks for financial institutions using blockchain technology and promoting the financial industry to implement blockchain security requirements. During the People's Bank Financial CST 2020 meeting, the bank stressed the importance of strengthening supervision in the practice of application technology, active use of big data, artificial intelligence, cloud computing, and blockchain technology to enhance professionalism, uniformity, and penetration of supervision. The new Blockchain Security Evaluation Service provides an authoritative and objective third-party evaluation reference for the application of blockchain technology in the financial industry in China, and also assists with the healthy, safe, and orderly development of blockchain technology in its financial industry. On July 31st, Vladimir Putin signed a new law that will allow transactions with digital financial assets from 2021 onwards, but will ban cryptocurrencies as a means of payment in Russia. Russian banks and exchanges will be able to become operators of the exchange of digital financial assets, with the right to conduct transactions and exchanges of these assets, and the banks must be included in a special registry with the Central Bank of Russia. The Bank of Russia will have the right to determine the allowed digital financial assets which only qualified investors can acquire, as well as within certain amounts, unqualified individual investors. The law defines cryptocurrency as a means of payment, a means of savings, and a means of investment, but prohibits this type of payment from being used to pay for goods and services in Russia. Officials and a number of other individuals who are now not allowed to have accounts abroad are also prohibited by the law from owning digital currency and having digital currency issued to them in foreign information systems. Extra Bits A potential 51% attack on the Ethereum Classic blockchain is being looked at after a miner reorganized 3,693 blocks. Even though the miner was identified, it is uncertain whether or not it was a malicious 51% attack that caused the reorganization. 
YouTube may once again be targeting cryptocurrency-related channels, last week deciding to ban the Altcoin Daily channel for allegedly encouraging illegal activities. Altcoin Daily describes itself as a news opinion channel, having never promoted anything illegal. Local media outlets in China are reporting that Huawei has filed for multiple patents related to blockchain technology-powered storage methods and devices. Huawei also recently partnered with the People's Bank of China in its central bank digital currency project. Coinbase recently released a list of 19 tokens and blockchain projects that they are looking at for potential listings. The list includes Ampleforth, Balancer, Band Protocol, Wrapped Bitcoin, and more. All right, everybody, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for stopping by, and I hope you have a great weekend. The Crypto Corner with your host, Crypto Kid. It is a huge deal. There are tons of people working on this, from financial institutions to technology companies, startups, and universities. For the first time in human history, we have the key to unlock our door. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. BTC is currently trading at roughly $11,220. BCH is currently trading at roughly $283. ETH is currently trading at roughly $372. XMR is currently trading at roughly $83. LTC is currently trading at roughly $57. ON T is currently trading at roughly 69 cents. ZRX is currently trading at roughly 37 cents. XRP is currently trading at roughly 28 cents. BAT is currently trading at roughly 24 cents. XLM is currently trading at roughly 10 cents. Produced on location at Chicken Valve Studio. Studio. Studio.